on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking, <laughs> sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Listen up, fanboys! It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Everybody cheer. Yay! Thank you. All right, and here's your host, the doobie to my brother, Derek McCall. Thank you very much. Wow. Yes, here we are podcasting after 9 p.m. It's po- it's You're the Fleetwood to my Mac. Wow. Um, thank you. <laughs> You're the sausage to my McMuffin. I'm not going to food. Uh, that, that went okay. too far. All right, sorry. You're, you're the stills to my Crosby. Anyway, so or you're Nash. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, uh, it's Family Planet After Dark. We are podcasting late, keeping Steve here, and uh, it is. It's nine ten. It's nine ten. We start. Does okay. your mother know where you are? No, she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> we got a lot to talk. You're this a grown is, man. I know. This is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FamilyPlanet.com, and of course, uh, my announcer there was Stevie Wonder. Lopez, how's it going? What? Lon Lopez, everyone. Okay. He's got How that far away look in his eye. And of course, Moral Compass, very tired uh, podcast producer. Jet Setter, Rick Brett Snyder. Indeed. Okay. I wanted to be in a bar right now, and you guys kept me in the comic store. I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to happen one way or the other tonight. All right. Uh, so we're podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games 2725, El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. And so the, the only place. I buy my comics. And in you fact, just did. You just did. Bang Lon bought a comic. He put currency down on the table. So, you know, why don't we talk about that one up top? First of all, we've got comics. We've got movies. I know you haven't, but let's just say, what comic did you buy this week? Uh, i got to look at it. Hold oh, come <laughs> on. Title. Blackest Only Night one. Flash. Last the, week's issue. The last week's issue, Blackest Night Flash, number one. And why it's noteworthy, why Lon had to buy it. Because I, I it's to, actually good? Because uh, it's actually good. I wanted to talk about it tonight just briefly to say that and the Blackest Night Wonder Woman were surprisingly effective as opposed to the Batman and Superman ones that really didn't have anything to you know, They just, end cap stories without was, moving anything along. It, it, but this, so first of all, the Blackest Night Flash reunites the team, Jeff Johns and Scott Collins, which is one of the best runs of The Flash. Sold. Which is what made Jeff Johns really Jeff Johns, was that was teaming with Scott Collins on The Flash. So to have him kind of go back uh, to deal with I that. will always buy that team. Mm-hmm. And it's really not The Flash. It's the Rogues versus the, versus half and half, the Black really. Lanterns. Yeah, but, but the big thing, realizing that you know, a couple of the Rogues are actually have picked up their mantles, their mantles of dead... Yeah, three now. I guess because you got Captain Boomerang, Mirror Master, and the Trickster. Right. And so I thought that was a really interesting setup. And then yes, uh, Barry Allen being back and realizing that there had been problems in Gorilla City. We got trouble in Gorilla City. Right. So here. it's a really cool. <laughs> I would watch that musical. <laughs> I did like it. I did like Flash going. Got to keep myself no emotion, no emotion, no emotion. No, no emotion. Rage. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was great. Um, so I really love that. And and the uh, one because you brought up. The cover for Black as Night Wonder Woman, where she was, Max Lord. she's got Max Lord. No, Max, Max Lord has her. her head. Yeah. It was really good, I and so it. it's Greg Rucka, 
who I think is underrated for his run on Wonder Woman. Isn't he pretty much known for his run on Wonder Woman, though? But, but a lot of people didn't like it because it was long. But when you uh-huh. read it in one sitting, like in graphic, in trade paperbacks, it's a really good run. I mean, because I, I think right now Gail Simone's doing fantastic work on, on, on Wonder Woman, as Gail as Simone always does fantastic work. Again, Secret Six, best book nobody's buying. Well, everybody's buying it, but nobody's talking about it because it's a secret. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> So Wonder Woman is Greg Rucka and Nicholas Scott, uh, who is the artist on um, on Secret Six, it does the Wonder Woman, and she's another one. She's underrated. I don't know why she's not a superstar artist because she just does solid, great storytelling. Uh, Love her She's she's a really really good artist. Who's the artist? Nicholas Scott. Nicholas. Nicholas. Nicola. Nicholas Scott. Yes, okay. Australian. So who else is showing up in uh, character wise in Wonder Woman? Well, they go to Ar- the Arlington Cemetery. That's where Max Lord confronts us. So all the war heroes. Ooh. Really, though? So the Unknown Soldier. Really? There's an impl- there's, oh, you mean the a- war heroes yeah. from the DC universe. Yeah, so okay. the Unknown Soldier. Sergeant Rock? Black Hawks. I Sergeant Rock never died. Sergeant Rock's there. Oh, my. But they don't make that specific because I think for exactly the reason that um, – that you you say because I think he showed up in our worlds at war. I think uh, really? Frank Rock had been like General General Rock. Hmm. He's been given some kind of DC version of the Infinity, Infinity Formula. Formula. He's oh right. my God! You're kidding so me. That's not, terrible. He's just not major. So um, I, both of those really good reads. And if you haven't, if you didn't pick them up, go back. Especially again the Flash one because it, it was it's a voyage home back to a back to a great run from years ago. Back to a better time is what you're and saying. Oddly was, enough, a, a a good starting point because of the way they they yes they go back over the flashes and yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. So loved that. Let's uh, one that came out was I guess it was last week or two weeks ago. The miniseries that. I've talked about it. It's kind of disappointing. The James Robinson Justice League Cry for Justice, which started with a laugh, of and every ended with a bang of everyone going justice and literally crying for justice in the first issue. But the storytelling on this thing has gotten really bad. So y- you had read about online. I've big, only heard the the what do you call it? The headlines about it. The headlines. So what was the headline that you read? Well, um, is it okay to spoil at this point? It's been out a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. Now has it officially finished? No, but the spoilers. No. But the spoilers are all there because they've already begun the Blackest Night Justice League, which has the consequences of what happens by the end of Cry for Justice are all played out. So it hasn't finished League. yet, but it's because the big news last week or the week before was it what happened, happened to Roy Harper. Yes, better known as Ar- or no, he was Arsenal, Arsenal. Then he became Red Arrow. Yes, or oh, he's Speedy first. Well, he's, yeah, Speedy first, Arsenal, he's Red, Red Arrow. Arrow. And then I think he was pizza delivery guy or something. I mean, he had a million things, mm-hmm. but apparently he got his arm ripped off by uh, Shazam. Shazam, Kid Shazam, or what? Shazam, Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman, right, right. Wow. Under the influence, allegedly, of Prometheus. And that's what I think about the storytelling is so bad that if I hadn't read someone say in a review of it say that's what happened, I'd have had no clue. It really is so badly it's jumping smacks from... It's smacks of... They, that's like lifted from Dark Knight. Which know? happened to Green Arrow, yeah. 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 Um, but it's it's bad storytelling in the part of where it's it's like a foregone... It's almost like too easy a yeah. conclusion. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying... We in, have an archer... I'm just, I'm just saying in, in terms of layout on this book, it really is that bad that you don't... You turn the page and like, I missed... A, 
a huge chunk of narrative. And I kept going back and forth going, nope, these are all the pages that are there, <laughs> but I'm not sure. So is it the fault of the writer or the editor? Uh, I, the artist. Oh, you think? Okay. Uh, and, 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 and all right, I mean, because the writer can control at some point and say, like, this is what I want to you to be drawing um i mean it's not like this artist is rob liefeld who draws whatever the hell he pleases and and then yes yes it's true but see but my problem when you say the story now granted i haven't read the story but i just think from a shock value point of view to sell i'm not happy with this book has been all about stupid but it just sounds like it's a stupid device where you're like oh he's an archer he needs his arms to shoot arrows what are we gonna do Rip one off. Whoa. Okay. And hey, also, a game changer. Also, it's happened to Green Arrow, sure. But the other thing is, for the character who has also been known as Arsenal, who's really just a weapons master, and one of his best friends is Cyborg. Yeah. Seriously, how bad is that? How bad is it to have they your arm They need to change him up. They, need, they couldn't use another archer in the in the DC Well, they universe. have too many archers going around because they don't yeah. know what to do with Connor Hawk either. I don't, okay, that's fine. But have, archers are cool, man. Look at Gina cool. Davis. What? Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, she's an Olympic, Olympic level, archer. level archer. Yes, she is. Okay, this is actually true. I uh, thank fine. you. Well, Somebody did she their homework. Lawn has uh, the actress. Lawn. I has, follow the summer games. Lawn what can has I say? indeed blown. Well, it's almost the end Whoa, of two thousand nine. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's out. Of, you know, he's made a good point, and that's it. I, yeah, I'm. I'm really disappointed. I'm really disappointed because I again, James Robinson is one of has been long one of my favorite writers. And sudden, I just don't feel like he's gotten the rhythm on these justice. Do things. you want to cry for justice on Cry for I Justice? I do. Okay. Um, you know, I'm <laughs> or at least I'm better st- editing. I'm sticking with it because I love the idea of Kong Gorilla uh, being a character. I just want to see that happen. No, wait. Yeah. Are his powers that he can play the Congas really good, or he can get people it's to line Kong, up? It's Congo. Oh, Gorilla. okay. Got I'm it. Sorry, I, pr- I, I, I slurred it for you. You said Kong Gorilla. Kong Gorilla. Yeah. you know, I slurred. It's yeah, yeah. Nobody does that anymore. Conga lines at parties. We need to bring that back. We need to. The next party we have, let's, let's have a bring kind of, it back. Let's ha- We'll have a fanboy. We'll call it Conga Gorilla. Conga Gorilla. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. Well, if James Robinson comes to the store to do a signing, we'll form a Conga Gorilla line. How yeah, about I'll, that? You get behind him though. Uh, okay, uh, if you say so. You can be his Conga. So let's talk about things that are coming uh, coming up. So um, as we could uh, have expected. Uh, DC has announced yes. that there is a miniseries coming, a six-issue miniseries called The Return of Bruce Wayne. Wait a minute. For 2010. Who's he again? Uh, Bruce Wayne was this tormented billionaire. Okay, uh, but just some who, guy, right? Who uh, formed the TNT network and then ultimately... Oh, right, and then he dated Jane Fonda for a yes, while, right? Yes, Got it. Uh, yes, he could have fought crime, but instead he chose to fight poverty. Uh, so, uh, yeah, The Return of Bruce Wayne will be written by Grant Morrison. Um, and with different cool. artists each each month, because what Bruce Wayne is going to be doing is, of course, walking forward in time. So we're going to see oh, the no. we're going to see the Batman of several different eras. Is this going to be like a Cap Rebirth, where he's going no, looking no, for what's his the, constant? No, what this is going to be is like that Elseworlds Batman action figure line. Yeah, you know, so you'll see um, Paleolithic Batman. Oh, you'll see Pirate Vomit. Batman. You'll see Puritan Batman. These Haven't we already seen have they really Solomon announced the Bat- different eras that he's going to yes, be in? Yes, they have. And this is 
undoubtedly going to be a poster Film or noir, Batman. Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, so um, he'll be returning. This is no surprise. The thing, the other, what That's I... That's weird. So when he gets to modern time, does he just coexist with himself or oh, what? Who knows? Who knows? But he yes. doesn't exist in modern time. So when he gets to modern no, time... No, well, he existed in, mo- in near modern time, who right? Who knows? We'll have to see when we, when we read it. If we get a chance to talk to Mr. Morrison. Yeah. I'm tired. It's late. Late night. You and your day job. Anyway, um, it's all right. I just can they just bring all our heroes back so we can just read the comics again? Well, here's what they're going to do, uh, and this is for you, Lon. Then uh, thank you. You called out DC Answered this weekend, and I don't know how I feel about it, but you guys can because they listen. Uh, no, they thought this is a good chance to oh. get in. Apparently, I did not realize the All Star line was kind of not really Dan DiDio's thing. It was uh, some other editors. Push was to it the new blonde chick? Uh, no, 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 no. Because the All Star line goes back. All Star Superman and All Star Batman, which were good. Well, oh, All Star. Oh, sorry. All Star Superman, Superman was good. Was good. All Star. I Batman. thought you were talking about. I don't it? think is All Star Batman. Did it ever finish? Uh, if, if they did, they ended on an odd issue, like eleven or something. Okay, I think. Uh, I just got confused because JS, JSA All Star. Yeah, last yeah week, no, no, so. totally understand what you're saying. Wait, huh. Did they finish All Star Batman? No. Okay. Two issues left, or three issues. Okay. okay. That was my record. Well, it, so now Dan DiDio has pushed, a, he's got a new series of graphic novels called, under the kind of subheading, Earth One. So the so he is going to get to ultimize, if you will, the DC Universe with a series of graphic novels. Did you starting say Dan with, DiDio is? Yeah. With a series of, uh, sorry. Well, he did a good job on Metal Man. With Bat, no, he's not going to oh. write them. No. Batman Earth One and Superman Earth One will be graphic novels, hard co- I will assume hardcover graphic novels. They'll come out and basically retell Batman and Superman as if they were starting now. So these are oh, not God. going to be in okay. floppies first. No. Wow. Uh, Jeff Johns. That's, that's a bold marketing. Jeff Johns and Gary Frank are writing the Batman Earth One uh, mm-hmm. or creating the Batman Earth One. It is bold. What Jeff Johns says is it reminds him more of the European album style. And Jeff Johns mm-hmm. has done some work on, I think, the Humanoid Press translations. So. It's been a form format that I know has interested him for some time. Uh, and then Superman Earth One, the retelling, will be J. Michael Straczynski. And huh. an artist who doesn't ring a bell for me, but I have a feeling uh, I saw one of his sketches and I thought it was pretty good. Shane Davis, does that name ring a bell? Not me. But I have a question for you. Yeah. For the last few weeks, weren't you guys just all touting this th- this storyline in action uh, about Superman? No, it's not in action. It's called. It's actually a separate miniseries called Superman Secret Identity. But and it's is, basically retelling this Superman. Is why, this is why I'm bothered by it. No, this is a. Are you that, bothered? Or are you bothered? I'm bothered. bothered. Okay. I'm bothered. You don't get that. I don't know why you're right. Uh, Jimmy Fallon does it on his, uh, which he's stolen from Richard uh, Patterson. He's thing. stolen from a from sure, a British but it's just comedian. a British thing. So it's funny. Uh, anyway, um, so. It's it's basically setting up a new continuity, mm-hmm. and yes, that's my issue. Is there's you've got Superman Secret Identity by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, and we are now retelling the Superman mythos for how it's supposed to be now. And then you're going to put another graphic novel next year, just because Dan DiDio needs something to do. Well, he needs something to deal. To do though, be a new storyline or the I know like you had Batman a joke that you were trying to make work. The duo, the duo. It just I didn't know. work. So I don't know. I mean, always you got to give it a shot. Though. You got to give it a shot. You got to see what's happening. Uh, it's improv, baby. You and know. And the next, uh, I do. I don't know that you do. Um, the next big the duo. 
Could you just Sorry. Tell a little less of you? Well, you right said now. to do a do little duo. less of you okay. right now I'll bring would it down. be in order. Would you? Okay, you want me? I'll be quiet. He's going to send you the principal. No, it's cool. If, if there's anything I can do, is be quiet. I'm just not going to say anything. I promise. And next summer, to match the uh, Blackest Night crossover, so the ne- what, would, what would be the next big bl- uh, crossover? We've got Green Lantern infecting the universe. What, what character would you think spawn the next one? Oh, I got it. Spawn? No. Be a DC character. Uh, Firestorm Core. Oh, my gosh. That'd be great. No. Uh, I'm write wouldn't. that. Copyright. <laughs> Firestorm Core. Firestorm Core. He just keeps merging with different people. Oh, they all just talk it. to each other, talk yeah. to themselves. Uh, <laughs> multiple firestorms. You wouldn't read that. Crisis on multiple, multiple firestorms. That would be awesome. No, it would be War of the Supermen. Because you've got all again? these Kryptonians. You've got all these Kryptonians. Like, yeah. Again? What do you mean again? When was there one before? Well, they warred when he died, right? Superman yeah. 2. Oh, okay. Well, well, sure. But that was only like three or four. Now, when you've got an entire city, a new yeah. Krypton. Yeah. And there's what three thousand. What's the war cryptonians? about? You know what I smell? I don't know. I don't. Just because we're strong, we got to fight. I don't ever know what war is about. I smell a civil war rehash. I don't know. I don't know. But it you make the Superman register. Well, think about it. You have a city full of superheroes that are going out of control, mm-hmm. and then they're all going to have to start fighting each other. Doesn't that sound Could like civil war? To Earth? Any comic book? Has anyone <laughs> been following all the stuff going on in the Superman titles? No, because no. it's been too boring for kind me. Kind of been... You, no, it's not too boring. You just haven't picked them up. No, I picked them up. I didn't read them. That, I mean, I literally oh, held them in I my hands. Oh, of course, I forget this is Lon. He can, he can judge a book by, by its I cover. rub it all over my, my face. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Osmosis. Uh, so, yeah, i got to catch up on that before I comment on yeah. it. But I know they've been building this, all these different Kryptonians. They're all... And they've all been sealed off from... Uh, Blackest Night, because they were able to generate uh, a shield to keep the Black Lanterns out. Mm-hmm. So Has uh, Superman had to confront Jor-El or any of his dead parents in Blackest Night? Yes. Spooky. In Blackest Night, Superman. Okay, I'll have to check that one out. That's why I was asking. Yeah. Was oh, no, he didn't confront Jor-El. He confronted Earth 2, Kal-El, and oh. Lois. And was there a Jonathan Kent? I don't think there was a Jonathan Kent no, uh, so. Black Lantern. Because uh, he'd be at peace. But I'm sorry. No, it's um, actually, well, that'd be a good point. But Kara, Supergirl, had to confront her dead father, Zora. Oh, okay. So that's where my confusion was. And that's why the Kryptonians created the shield. So i got to catch up on the Superman stuff and check it out. But that's going to be the big event next summer. And as they claim happened with uh, Blackest Night, is it's more meant to be within the Superman books. But then as people get excited, oh, this could affect my story. Which some of it has really worked organically, like uh, like I think the Outsiders, uh, not the Outsiders, the um, the Doom Patrol crossover made sense. The Rebel crossover actually made a lot of sense. Hmm. So you know, it seems like they're doing these crossovers that are allowing the creators to opt in rather than forcing them to. Can I ask you a question? Because mm-hmm. I don't know a lot. What exactly was the Rebels title? It's a, well, a spinoff of Legion. Yes, is that yeah. what it is. And is Rebels like a different acronym yes, for a different it's team a different or acronym. something? Yes. Now is it is it happening in the future like Legion no. or no. it's happening? No, because that's is why Brainiac, was, it's Brainiac Two. Okay. So who and the Legion superheroes? They're just Brainiac in a galaxy five. far, far away. Okay, but they're still. So it's basically almost like an otherworldly Blackest really, Night it's Tale. It's really or a spinoff of the Omega Men, 
was hmm. a, was a book they yeah. had. Uh, a sp- a is that sp- kind of a spinoff of Ran Thangar kind of? But the Omega Man was in the was in the eighties, and that's where Lobo mm. actually yeah. came from. Okay. And, and Legion and Rebels is where uh, is where Lobo first appeared. Was Omega Man where the original Omac came from too, or no? No, that, I'm thinking of something else. Okay, no, Omac Lobo originally appeared, appeared in, in the Omega Man. Yes. Okay. okay. That's that. You just All said right. Legion. No, he said Omega Man. That's what he said. That's where Logan. Then Legion and Rebels spun off, but it's Legion. I got an acronym. Okay, cool. So that's why I was just curious because when I saw, you know, when you're giving out the books for the rings, you know, you recognize, you know, Superman Mm -hmm. and Doom Mm -hmm. Patrol, and then you go Rebels. So well, they're just trying curious. to, and it's a recent a revival. Title. It's a recent revival, and it so. wasn't a bad read. But I'm not a Legion fan, so a lot of that just kind of went over my head. But they That's, gave enough. It's just a different. It's a sci-fi, a sci-fi yeah. storyline. So, they uh, gave but enough. I want to make sure because I, I'm clearly the way you are phrasing this is you keep confusing this with the Legion of Superheroes, and it's not. Oh, what's, Legion is, what's the difference? Legion, Legion was and, also current time, also far away from us. But didn't it still have the Legion of Superhero no, characters? Had, no. no. It has Brainiac 2, who is the ancestor of Brainiac 5. Oh. Okay, that's, see, that's, that's where I got confused. Sort of yeah. I thought yes. Legion was like an up, updated version of Legion of Superheroes. No. no. And they like rewrote no. the continuity and, no. and many of the characters in the book Legion were originally in the Omega Men. Right, the races uh, and the, okay. the yeah. basic the, political See, that's, I just never yeah. got into that whole trajectory of the DC Universe. So right. I never, and I know you're a huge Legion fan. So that's to be I was, honest, I don't know that a lot of people did. I mean, I think that book sold fairly well in the 80s. Omega Men? Yeah. I read them all. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think, it's not one that you have a lot of people going, oh, you know, yeah, certainly was, not the hardcore fandom of the, of the Legion of Superheroes. It's not the... Mm. Even to to my mind, I don't think it's the hardcore fandom of something like the Suicide Squad, which sold even po- more poorly. You know, didn't last as long. Yeah. Which well, thank gonna, you for clearing that. Which we're going to be seeing a revival of in January, a brief revival. Uh, but again, the right done the right way, like the Blackest Night Flash, by bringing back the original creative team. Are they doing a Blackest Night Suicide Squad? Yes, because that that book would just be full of dead people coming. Well, the back. Fi- that's exactly, the fifth week event in January for DC mm. is a Blackest Night. Books that have been canceled. Oh. The next issue is a black. Is that's kind of cool? Is being which so, ones are they doing? Do you know? Off the top so your head? Suicide Squad is one. Uh, there's a Blue Beetle. The question, uh, the original question, mm. not the not the Renee Montoya. Right, Vic Sage. Yeah, Vic Sage. Um, weird, weird Western tales is getting a revival. <laughs> so it's just books that were dead are being brought back to life. And I think it's a. Love That's kind of fun. How are they going to work Weird Western Tales? In I there? don't know. Wasn't Jonah Hex originally in Weird Western yes. Tales? Yes. Yeah. So perhaps Jonah Hex is a Black Lantern. Why wouldn't he be? Hmm. Come back Scary to life. Scary guy comes back even scarier. You reanimate that stuffed figure oh, that's in the side, Carnival Sideshow? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Flesh. Yes, I see this look on... Yes, that's what happened to Jonah Hex. He got stuffed? Yes, when yeah. he died, they uh, they upholstered him basically. He and found this out on, in the future, and they put him on display in a carnival sideshow. And he found this out. Yeah, yeah. Cause, cause he knows how he's going to die. He got brought forward in hex. time. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember that hex. Like it was a futuristic Jonah or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it was still the same Jonah hex. He was just but, yeah, in the future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, crazy. Crazy. Um, so that's uh, oh, and I should also say uh, because I think we got out. Friend of Fanboy Planet, Rob Worley, had a series announced today, Scratch Nine, uh, about a cat who can summon his eight other lives uh, and fight crime. 
uh, <laughs> find medicines or, or throughout really history. Or just really fill up the ki- litter or box. fill up the litter box. Uh, it's a children's book coming from Ape Entertainment, which is not a t- not a publisher you hear a lot about, but they've been they've been steady. They're not the 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 upside of their you don't hear a lot about them is one thing you don't hear about them is they owe money to creators. They seem to be being okay. They're not a, a company in debt, as opposed to Dynamite just bought uh, the Dabble Brothers again. Have switched publishers, and Dynamite has paid off all their debts. Cool. Man, or is or is in the process of paying them off. So must be nice to be a Dabble brother. Well, and then at the same time, apparently Devils Do Publishing owes a lot of money. So we may be seeing the end of Devils Do, which is was doing GI Joe for a while. Yeah, once they lost that, they couldn't. Yeah, so do much. Uh, you know, weird times. It'll be interesting to see who survives into 2010. Or really, the question is who's going to be here in 2011 because we're at the end of 2009. Um, who's going to survive the next year? I don't know. But let's go to movies. Hey, movie rumors. Movie rumors. Oh, yeah, I was going for a theme song. Or no, it should be more like, psst, movie rumors. Okay, thank you. That's good. Yeah. Did you edit that and make it seem, make long term smart? No, don't. (laughs) Don't. Uh, So Spider-Man 4, the rumors still keep going. We've heard a lot of things. Anne Hathaway still allegedly... Hot. Well, not allegedly. Allegedly hot. Confirmed hot. hot. Uh, But but, uh, still allegedly in the cast. Uh, A new name I hadn't heard... Uh, John Malkovich oh. rumored to have joined the cast of Spider-Man 4. Character? As Is he which playing villain? Cyrus the Virus? Which villain, which villain would I cast? Would I know, so I'll, I'll yeah. let Rick guess. Craven the Hunter. No, no but you're same era. That would be sort of intriguing. No, it's a Ditko villain, though. You're right. Okay, uh, what were those three guys that hung out? The Not the Enforcers. Cowboy. Not no. the Enforcers. Uh, Although that would mean Malkovich is all sense. three would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fancy Dan, uh, him, um, John Cusack, and uh, Jeremy Piven no, as Bull. No. Holy crap! I'm I'm drawing blank. The Vulture. Yeah. Yeah, the you can sort of see that. Yeah. You can sort of see that. Yeah. Uh, especially as he's you know older, <laughs> shaves his head. <laughs> I'm, yeah, but how do I you cry do a little for John Malkovich to play the Vulture? Yeah. Oh, he's done worse. And okay. the rumor is then that Anne Hathaway wouldn't play the black cat. She'd play a new character called the Vulturess. That's really Which dumb. does make me... I, I actually, seriously, that's, had a dream last weekend. That's too dumb in not which to I be w- true. In which I went up to Sam Raimi and said, would you please, please just make a serious Spider-Man movie? Yeah. And... Yeah, I woke up screaming, mm. um, and and that was before well, I saw this rumor. I, I don't know if you said that. You said not as a black cat, but Anne Hathaway is rumored to be Felicia Hardy, but would become the vulture. Right, that's the problem. You really ought to do like the Sinister Six, one of those. Well, I mean, the other thing is, and this is what frustrating is you keep you you've had the lizard. Set yeah, up. I was gonna, I was just thinking, just the do that, too. and apparently Sony doesn't like the concept of the lizard because he does, the actor doesn't get any FaceTime, huh? Yeah, I. Yeah, because if you do a big CGI lizard, the actor. Yeah, because that hurt the Hulk too. Yeah. Well, they saved it for the end. But... Iron Man. Yeah. Well, I... Iron Man, he yeah, took his mask off. Break the mask off. Well, I, I mean, we, well, you know, that was allegedly one of the criticisms. The first one of, of Willem Dafoe was the Green Goblin. You had him in the armor all the time. Yeah. But what people missed was no, it wasn't that he was the Green Goblin half the time that was the problem. It was that the Green Goblin costume looked so stupid. Yeah. That you know that because they had it. to redo it for Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, 
I actually think a Craven the Hunter would make a lot more sense in the real world setting. Well, and, and as Bendis did in the in Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Although the, they made him too much of a wussy in that one, though. So. Well, but you could still take the idea of a reality show, uh, yeah. or just a big uh, somebody who's like. Oh, here's this guy. I want to make my name by hunting, mm-hmm. you know, the elusive spy. You don't even have to do the reality. But the show reality thing. show thing really sold it. That was that made it that worked. was pretty brilliant. Yeah, well, I mean, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, other rumors. Well, one reality is that uh, Jonah Hex is gone in, going in for reshoots in January, which isn't necessarily a bad. thing. No, it isn't necessarily a bad thing. Just you know, if you, they probably edited it together and. I would say that's a, actually a good thing if they are just recognizing, okay, it needs a little oomph. Uh, maybe they did a couple shots, that, the scenes, that yeah. they just didn't have any good takes on. All right. They're yeah, not settling. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm, I'm fine with that. Most, you know, I, I read something, you know, recently, you know, basically every movie puts in their budget for reshoots just in case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's part of the, the process budget. it's part Set of the it. process so. and but the rumor is now Josh Brolin is interested in joining another franchise ooh can i guess yeah, well you know but guess oh yeah you kind of <laughs> all right i know never mind yeah he's interested in joining men in black 3 but whether he would play uh the same was Tommy Lee Jones agent k is that uh, special K, yeah, I think. If he was going to replace him, if he was going to K and J, if, right. or he's going to play yeah, a, play a, a younger version, I, you know, no one seems to know. All I would hope is if they, I, I would, I would be fine with Josh Brolin joining the franchise. I think he could probably bring some energy to it. But what yeah. I would hope is that uh, there was some energy to the script. Yeah, because I but thought no the second one pretty much put the period on that franchise. Yeah, didn't it? pretty pretty much was. Lame. So Will Smith is a definite coming back. Uh, no, nothing's definite. This yeah. is the first time we've heard. I mean, they've said they've said he's been interested. It's well, sort of see, like, I want to take it entirely different direction. Josh Brolin. Okay, and there's got to be men Tommy in Chong. Black. And, no, and Tommy Chong. Josh Brolin and Jaden. You haven't slept in a while, have you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jet, you're okay. not even going to fight me on that. No, no, no. Jayden, Jet Li and Jet Li. Okay, Josh Brolin and Jet Li are the new no, Men in Black. I no. would totally be there. Because um, nobody would buy Jet Li as a Men in Black. No. Put him in a suit. They think him as awesome. a waiter. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's bad. What? You know, because they wear that outfit. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm anyway. just waiting for you to shut up for a <laughs> suitable amount of time, so Rick. That can was see funny it. though. Waiter, so Rick can on. see the null <laughs> and cut. No, that's staying in there. <laughs> okay. All right. Did I'm you set up sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com? I did set up that. So if you yeah. want to go in, there is a there is an email address, sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Send your hate mail to Absolutely. That. Sand, sandpaper Got it. at fanboyplanet.com. Excellent. So Morgan Freeman was giving an interview at a big press junket for Invictus, which unfortunately I didn't get a chance to see. But uh, actually, I'm intrigued to see that movie. Yeah, looks well, good. Well, I like. I like a. Could you and I go? Maybe. Maybe we'll make a. Anyway, um, no, we missed the free screening. No, I said if we're free. If we're free, that's true. Mm-hmm. And we got to be. We got busy lives in December, man. Man. Mm-hmm. But anyway, somebody inevitably asked about Batman Three, and he. It was probably like the one. It was probably like uh, Quint from Ain't It Cool News. Well, it was like an, it was like an MTV news conference or something. So uh, and so. He said, of course, that he believes Christopher Nolan is working on it. How could he not be? Um, but then he gave, apparently, and this is what people are reading into it, he gave Matt Damon a strange sideways look. And so now the the rumor, and strictly rumor, completely unfounded, but eh, 
Was it perhaps the, is that Matt Damon is Would in the play right the for Joker the for the Riddler? No, I. You know, I watched that Matt Saturday Night Live. Damon if I said this, I, I watched that Saturday Night Live that Joseph Gordon-Levitt hosted a couple. I thought weeks he ago. could do the Joker. He could take Heath Ledger's place the in the Joker in thing. the Joker franchise. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. Although, man, does Saturday Night Live waste him on that show? Yeah, there's a guy with a lot of talent who wanted to just throw himself in that role of being they, they host just, of that they show. They don't they, know what to do with their hosts. Oh my god, they just don't know terrible. what to do. But you know, anyway, so they need to hire us. They do. Maybe you could have you know, so you could have Matt Damon as the Riddler, and you could have Joseph Gordon-Levitt just lurking as the Joker. Well, here's then- the thing. Remember when they were talking about when Dark Knight was getting made? Yes. That Nolan had planned the second and third one to be Joker centric. Yeah. Well, so when and he- I do think clearly at the end of Dark Knight that that's that's set up. Yeah. Right. So you know that all this talk about three and three is like you know he's just waiting to find somebody to be the Joker. I mean, he's got to find somebody to carry that role over. And I think that's once you find that I th- that missing piece, then I think we'll start hearing a lot of Dark Knight Three stuff. Because right now mm-hmm. I think it's all. But I mean, Matt Damon is a Riddler. Uh, I don't know. Is he? He's too. Uh, he's too good, mainstream. It's good strictly ru- it's strictly rumor. Yeah, well, you know, but but you're right. He is such a good guy that maybe it's time. Or maybe they you know, play something edgy. Because let me take you take you back to a role we don't talk about him having done very often anymore. But the talented Mr. Ripley. And I never saw that movie, but he mm. was really good in that. It was, it was or the Archangels. Disturbing. The Ar- oh oh in, in Dogma. In Dogma. Yeah, that no. was yeah I didn't funny, blame him. They were bad killing guy. people. I know, but oh Rick. I don't think he, I think for the Riddler you want somebody that's at least funny. I still want David Tennant in there, but that's just me. Plus, the other thing is, I don't feel like the the Dark Knight franchise or the Batman, the Nolan Batman franchise, isn't so much like a, a Schumacher franchise where you feel like you've got to, you know, put who's the new villain going to be in the next movie. I feel like he's just going to tell a good story, and if it happens to have, you know, a Joker in it or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like a Sam Raimi thing where you feel like, oh, I've got to put in all the villains just to make the fanboys happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, do you get that feeling or? Mm-hmm. I just feel like well, if, he, you, if he had a whole, if he had a third part with just the Joker, that would work too, wouldn't it? You wouldn't need another villain, would you? No, I, I'd be okay with just another showdown of yeah. I'd actually like to see it like be in Arkham. Do uh, Batman Arkham gets taken over, and then you just do a, a ton of cameos. Well, that was kind of the first movie, wasn't it? Batman Begins with Arkham. Well, they were set. What, what what Rick's saying is that you have all the if you know the villains. Like in the first one, all you, you get a cameo from Zades. Mm, from yeah. Mr. Zays, which was kind of an interesting, obscure one to mm. do, and uh, Scarecrow, and, and you get the Scarecrow, right. and that's it. Which, but it was clearly ended to set up the idea that that's why all those others would appear. Right. You could get a Mad Hatter, you could have Tweedledee and Tweedledum because they've all they've all been on that island exposed to the to the gas that made them insane. But you make the thing incredibly episodic, so he's moving through these things really fast and dealing with them. And what's been what the thing is is you've clearly been influenced by you just love that game, game yeah. so much. Yes, I do, and I don't blame you. I know it's still on my Christmas list. Anybody? Uh, so, uh, but right. the thing is, you, you forget though. The third movie, he's the villain. Who's the villain? Batman? Batman, because the second one ends. He's with, our Dark Knight, right? He ends being the bad guy. So the whole third movie would have to be him redeeming himself. It would be Dark Knight Redemption. There, I just named it right there. Done. Boom. 
Wow. Don't you think? You're, you, you, wow. If only Hollywood would listen to you. They don't. No movie would tank again. Uh, so, uh, one you're excited for, Deadpool, which we thought maybe once Re- Ryan Reynolds became Green Lantern that... Uh, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. How's well, that? okay. But, you know, he also said somebody somebody asked him in an interview this week, you know, like, uh, wasn't he afraid that his, de- his Green Lantern might be too close to his Deadpool? At which point he said, uh, I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to be able to play different characters differently. He said, if they wanted me to be, you know, if they had, were afraid that I was going to be like Deadpool, why did, you know, well, they screen tested me. So clearly I had to audition. I had to fight for the role. And I wasn't like, you know. It so. might be a problem. He's doing the same role on the same, uh, the different roles on the same day. But he's got enough yeah. time to. Yeah. But you know what, though? So the, whoever care. asked him that maybe made a good point because. Well, he's known as a wise ass. That's and, true. And, and when he played Hannibal, how how different was Hannibal King in Blade Three from Deadpool in Wolverine? Well, Hannibal King had a beard. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm talking about the character. Actually, um, actually, yeah, I do think there was a, there was a slower thing to it. Um, there was more drama to Hannibal King. I still, I, but I mean, but he, when was, you talk about he Blade was Trinity, Ryan Reynolds that whole movie. Yeah, but Blade Trinity, a lot of that. I, I don't know. I, I would. Put some blame on David Goyer that I feel okay. like that was but a lot I'm just of- saying there's there's some validity to that question. Yeah, even even if Ryan Reynolds wants to say oh, I'm an actor, which is fine, but what you've showed us so far is, is that you're Ryan guy. Reynolds. I mean, granted, Adventureland, he showed a lot of depth, a lot of maturity, mm-hmm. but you know, you're you're talking big box office personality here, and I I would be surprised if Hal Jordan wasn't a Ryan Reynolds wise ass jokey funny guy so that's all i'm saying okay. I'd, I'd be disappointed if that was the character i would too but i'm just saying i would not be surprised if that's what we saw hmm. it'll be interesting he also said that he had heard rumors for the because i just don't know how active how truly directly active he is with the deadpool development because he talks about it a lot and he has been for years even before wolverine uh was was cast and that he was ultimately Deadpool in that film, uh, he was talking about that Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who are the writers, directors of Zombieland, oh, are yeah, who they're right. talking to about doing Deadpool. And being a fan of Zombieland, I think that would be a really cool idea. They definitely uh, they got the comedy down. I mean, they definitely... They've got the fourth wall breaking. Their pacing is good. I mean... Wait, they broke the fourth wall. I guess they, yeah, they do. Yeah. He talked in, mean, in Zombieland. That character narrates all the way. But through. But is narration the same as breaking the fourth wall? Uh, in that case, it was where he, you know, they're stopping and having the the. Yeah, but that's more his fourth guide. walls where he actually looks at the camera and talks to the audience. I mean, yeah, I'm, I got to kind of come up with Lon on this one. I don't think he really broke the fourth wall. But it's similar. I can see what you're saying with a similar. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah, I mean. It, but I, I don't think it's all that that hard to. They're capable. Either. No, they're I mean, capable of. Writing, a, I mean, Zombieland was a real fun, entertaining movie. Yeah. So, I really, that's all I want from Deadpool. There's yeah. not going to be anything thematically like. I feel like I've learned something from it. No. So, what was the prior? What had he done before um, Zombieland? Anything? These, guys? these two yeah. writers? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Oh. They because that was the thing about Zombieland is that that's a road picture. You know, it's like a it's a, well, it's it was a really different style. Of age, it was yeah. actually it was actually the first two episodes of a proposed thirteen episode Zombieland series. Uh-huh. 
that they had pitched, and I forget who they had pitched to that turned it down. But, Spike, I think, or something. Yeah, it, but pacing on that kind of stuff is different than a I mean, superhero story. You're typically in a set locale. Things are happening. Yeah, but know. see, but I think Deadpool is such a weird... And how close do you think they're going to hold it to the Wolverine story, or you think... Cause that's well, Ryan Reynolds has said, basically, let's just reboot. Uh, they should. And Lauren Schuler Donner, who uh, produces the whole thing, said, let's just reboot. <laughs> You've so made a mess of it. They made a mess, and they know it. So yeah, Plus, I mean, they'd have to, you know, explain, because you know, that'll happen in the 70s. So they reboot with a different actor? They could do that, too. What? Wolverine. Well, no, they just no, wouldn't no, have Wolverine at no, all. No, reboot, okay. reboot Deadpool. Reboot. I just right. hope they don't call it X-Men Origins Deadpool. Deadpool. Because um, then that would be all, might be all, you know what I mean? Do that again? <laughs> okay. That's what I thought you said. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Spell that? But I will watch that, though. Yeah. Well, we watched it all. They'll try we? And, I, we went to Wolverine and we knew that was going to suck. Yeah. But um bump But um bump Snicked. <laughs> That's Wolverine doing a rim shot. I get it. <laughs> and I'm ashamed that you made me laugh. Did hey, I just name the podcast? I no, hate you. He wastes a lot of drums that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's the best he is, there is at what he does. Except playing drums. What he does <laughs> is, is timpani. Is timpani. <laughs> I, I like that. Anyway, so those are all the movie rumors here. I saw The Princess of the Frog, Disney's return to hand-drawn 2D animation. Somebody told me that's the first black princess they've it had is, in a Disney it is, film. It yeah. is. She is. Tiana. Princess Tiana. Sweet. And she doesn't even really begin Voiced by who, do we know? Uh, Anika Nani Rose. And I don't know who that is. Honestly, she's been in, in a couple of series that I don't watch. So uh, that's cool. And the prince is uh, Bruno Campos, uh, a good-looking yet froggy uh, kind of guy. No, no, no. He was. <laughs> what, I, I'm trying to think. The Brooke Shields, uh, either the Brooke Shields oh, sitcom, the, uh, or. Uh, Wasn't that uh, Batman? Well, or uh, yeah, yeah, no. He Bruno Campos was on another one. Um, like there was a period where all these sitcoms had the same Caroline kind of in setup. the city, it, right? It wasn't oh. that one. But it was like a news radio kind of. I don't know. Uh, Brook yeah, knows best. The, something with uh, what well, the girl uh, Christina Applegate had a series for like a year or two. Oh, and yeah, he was forgetting the, and I Sarah. Think, something? And I think he was the Marshall. next the next yeah. door no. neighbor on that. Anyway. Uh, he's an actor you'd recognize. Oh, I know who some. exactly you're talking about. I don't remember. He, yeah, he and he talks with the accent. And and he's, so he's Prince Naveen. The big thing is I, what I really, without spoiling, I, I, I thought it was, a, it was a really good movie. Randy Newman did the score, <laughs> and and he's uh, and he's always had in his songs kind of this you know New Orleans a thing going on. Kind of, and, and, and yeah, Doctor John does the opening yeah. number, and uh, but what I thought the big thing was the villain, uh, Doctor. Is he like a, a voodoo a, priest? Yeah, Doctor Facilier. So they talk about how you can do things. The you can earn the value of hard work, or you can try to take things the easy way. So you have Doctor Facilier, which is basically Doctor Easy, the voodoo guy. But what I loved about this was you've got the princess and the and the standard stuff from a Disney film that captures the kids that are into the Disney princess ideal, right? And then you've got with Doctor Facilier the Nightmare Before Christmas people because he's served by all these voodoo dolls and rag dolls that come to life, and he's got friends on the other side. Keith and David. It's, so it's like a New Orleans thing. Or yeah, whatever? yeah. It's a it's so, a really good movie. But what I thought was, I, I it's one of those where I'm just like, that is so clever in marketing to ca- to have both the 
the young innocent girls with the princess, and then with this with and this, then the older the naughty stuff, girls, the goth oh. girls. There's so much stuff to market for the goth. So and too. you put it during Mardi Gras, yes. and you got nothing but. And it is it is take and yeah, there was girls some, gone wild. There were a little bit where they're you know, like scooping up beads. I'm like, huh, was there ever an innocent time when they just threw beads? Yeah, uh, in the yeah, Disney, to chase in, off the in demons. The Disney films, yeah. Well, that's and, and they don't shy away from that too. It's it's got some darkness to it. It was a really a really good film. So, so we were talking actually today about Disney movies we? and uh, friends of mine. And I. Okay, uh, and not we. Yeah, I, I was talking with other people about this, and You're the seeing other the, uh, the idea I do, I, and you I see son dead, of them. I see dead people too. Um, no, I'm just tired. Family. In Disney movies, usually fractured, broken. Uh, there's never, there usually isn't a father and a mother. Right. And in, in a lot of Disney movies, there is absolutely no mother. There's, or she's a, a stepmother, stepmother. Yeah, kind of thing. Do you know what the, the model is on this one? Because her kids uh, Yeah, well, the model on this one is that she does have uh, a father, but he, and it, economically told, it, you know, because the first. Five minutes were leaked on uh, were not well purposely leaked online. Previewed. It's also if you bought the Snow White DVD, the the Platinum Edition, uh-huh. it had the same five minutes. Uh, although the animation wasn't complete, so her father's there. And then once the movie really, once the story really begins, is he died in World War One, and they just have like a photograph of him in his uh-huh. uniform, and so they imply you know he had. So her mother's still there. Um, Though not that important, she's an, you know, an adult. But all the dreams are established in the first five minutes, and you know one of the themes is you know you can do all that work, but don't forget what's important, which is have family. a family, have love. Uh-huh. You know, have voodoo. Because if you don't have someone you care about, what's all your work for? As opposed to Prince Naveen, who ha- wants to do no work and just wants to have money and have multiple a good time. loves. So it's uh, yes, actually. Prince Naveen was very much, uh, I thought, Lon Lopez, except he could play the ukulele. What? Uh, I just want to know, is there an Oscar-winning song in this Disney film? Uh, yeah, I actually thought there were a couple of songs that were really, really listenable and catchy stuff. Anything by Peebo Bryson? No. Okay. Then I, don't, I don't think they have a chance. Lon's trying to learn the ukulele. He's trying to learn the ukulele, or ukulele, I think, is that it's supposed to actually be pronounced. Uh, I, I thought it was a really good movie. Beautifully, beautifully done, uh, beautifully drawn, uh, and... Uh, some melancholy to it, darkness, and uh, it was a doggone good film. You know, I mean, how about the whole princess aspect of it? Is she going she to, hot? Be, oh, is wait, she going to have the the kind of following that we've had from even like Jasmine or or Yasmine or whatever? Jasmine, so, Jasmine, Jasmine, Yasmine. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Someone's not on a too hard world. to be uh, to be uh, politically correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, is she going to have the following? I don't know i mean we'll see how the dolls sell at christmas time uh, yeah, they're, they're, does absolutely. she have does she have a signature outfit that they can market yes in? okay uh but the, the thing i would say again is is one of those things i don't know how well i do know how disney does it by having the disney channel uh my son has been going nuts for months to, about i gotta see princess and the frog yeah and they've got that in the kids. We when we went to see Astro Boy, there was the standee for Princess and the Frog, and he was like, "Daddy, steal that for me." Can we go now? Oh. Want to go now because he doesn't understand the you know that the, the movie is not available the hype yet. and yeah. doing the day and date. And 
you know, they've got that in in kids. But but I'd say it's definitely a movie that the whole family would enjoy. There's something for the girls. That's the princess stuff. There's enough with the frogs. It's disgusting. Uh, the boys would like and the and the jazz playing alligator is a great character. Is that voiced by Gilbert Gottfried? Uh, you know, I could I can't remember who's playing the it's some comedian though. Right? Uh, is it by Ant? But it might be a comedian. Mario Cantone. If, if it is, it's. You know, he did sound a little like Mario Cantone, <laughs> but I don't think it is Mario Cantone. Uh, but actually, for the most part, they they went for pe- voices that you wouldn't know. It's I would have went with like Colin Quinn. A lot of utility guys that have done stuff for Disney animation. Jim Cummings, who is Tigger and Winnie the Pooh, uh, is a major character in here. Uh, it's probably the most recognizable. Keith David is the villain, and John Goodman. Because if you're going to do a movie shot in New Orleans, you got to have uh, you got to have the Goodman. You got to have Goodman for some reason. I guarantee. Is he from New Orleans? I don't know. Is he? I, I don't know. His first thing I remember seeing him was the Big Easy, so I'm guessing that there. And I see him in a lot of a lot of he's movies. A big set guy, in and they, yeah. They, they, they and even though he's animated, they still food's good it. down there. Oh, I'm food here. is good. I hear a lot about the beignets. I've never been. Oh, to the, the beignets. You should try the Benoit Cafe de Noir. Good. Oh yeah. no, that's Saturday morning. Speaking of that. powdered sugar over. over I the whole don't. Floor. I know it's. Very, it's actually very well uh, illustrated in the film. Uh-huh. They make a big point about the local cuisine too. Yeah. So, frog uh, legs. Yes, yes, that comes up as an issue too. <laughs> so, uh, uh, not mentioned. No, but po' no. boys are po' boy. Oh yeah. So let's talk about uh, muffaletta. That's enough about. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know, hurricanes. I was, I was busy enjoying the film to uh, worry about being hungry. I'm getting hungry. Just let's. I, all right. Well, we'll and the hurricane sounds good too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, so that's about movies. Anything TV-wise? December's kind of the dead month. It's sort of the time to catch up. Anything you're going to catch Wasn't up on? Wasn't that the best Big Bang Theory episode? I enjoyed it very much. I was so happy with... Uh, I mean, And you're, you were totally right. They are going to continue to throw Penny and Sheldon together in these oddball situations. Teach me physics. That was just brilliant. Yes, it was funny. Yeah. Was funny. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Lon has accidentally learned I something. I giggled. Did you learn something about physics? This no, week? no. I was trying. Th- I'm trying to remember the episode. That's where Wallowitz. Yeah, Howard is, all... Howard is jealous that Leonard that uh, Bernadette. Yeah, my I girlfriend that... Bernadette. My Hello, girlfriend. this is my girlfriend oh, Bernadette dude. from Canada. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> when I saw that, and I know he doesn't listen, so I can say that that was a total Tapia thing right there. <laughs> that... <laughs> Hey, have you guys met my, my girlfriend? girlfriend. Yeah. My gr- dude, I know Dave doesn't listen, but oh my god, when he did that, I was like, <laughs> "Dude, it's Dave!" Oh my, it god. is, it is. If only he'd been wearing a glow-in-the-dark Iron Man shirt, I hey, would have wet hey. myself. Okay, anyway, go ahead. He got laid in that shirt. That's Anyways, sh- um, no, am I catching up on anything? You know, <laughs> this is going to be random, but did anybody watch the? Band of Brothers marathon over the Thanksgiving uh, holiday? No, I watched Band of Brothers originally. Oh, okay. No. Fantastic. That's hey, all I want to say series. about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've been available on DVD for years. I know, so. but when it's free and a marathon on Thanksgiving, like the Friday, and I don't you know. you don't want to pay attention to your family? Yes, that was yeah. fantastic. It was yep. like dark and gloomy day. But I was paying attention to my morning. family, so oh, no, so I didn't. Good. Uh, but you know what, watch though? Watch a dark and gloomy war. But, though, to, to, to touch on that, and I just came up with a segue. Oh, you have you heard anything that? about the Pacific, the new uh, no, Hanks? Uh, they, they've been previewing that on HBO. And it's essentially Band of Brothers 2, but it's about the other war fought right. in the Pacific or whatever. 
And I will just say, if you like Band of Brothers, that looks something to keep an eye out for. I think it's coming in uh, well, in the spring, I think. I will so. look forward to that then. But, uh, Anything for you, Rick, that you were going to catch up on in December? No, I've just been catching up overall. I caught um, an episode behind on, fr- on Fringe still and uh, one behind on uh, Flash Forward. Oh, yeah, I've caught up on Flash Forward. But the promise that I've been reading, I've been reading that Flash Forward, when they come back, they're really going to accelerate the uh, exposures of what actually went on. And there's speculation about the event. So the event happened, it was six months after mm-hmm. after everyone knocked out. Well, there's speculation that the event is not a one-time thing. No, it has to be. They so, have a five-year plan, so, so it's got to be. What the, what, everyone's consciousness jumped forward six months. Right. What happened to the consciousness of the six-month versions of themselves? Did it? Did they oh, also like, did jump not, forward did six months? Forward. Interesting. So will yeah. they just be leapfrogging? It's a series I can't quite decide. I mean, I, I overall like it, I, but every now and then it again keeps acting like they've forgotten that several thousand pe- or several million people died. Well, and and the the guys uh, the guys are so into fulfilling the prophecies by their own stupid actions. Yeah, yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still catching up on Fringe slowly, yeah. and I'll probably be watching movies and DVDs. Oh, and as I said, uh, what you guys will mock me for, I got to review in the Magic Mailbox season five of Lost. Now I haven't really watched on Blu-ray on Blu-ray, which has Lost University. So various. And how many episodes did you watch before you? Ten episodes of, of season one. Season one. So so you haven't even gotten the hatch. No, but I know about it because I read Mario's reviews. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I, I'm I'm good there. Uh, so I'll be checking that. And uh, this, you week- know, what was in the hatch though? Burt Reynolds. Surprising. Very that, weird. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Uh, also, this this week, by the time this post has already happened, but catch it again. Brave and the Bold, uh, continuing with its new season. That will explain where Woozy Winks came from. So I suspect that. Uh, Isn't there another Plastic Man episode this week? this week is Plastic Man and explaining Woozy Winks. So I think that they showed those out of order order. because Woozy just sort of appeared in that Death Race episode. And I had to explain. Huntress just showed up, showed up too. They had no. Had, had they, they had, had her before? Okay. Oh yes, they had a Huntress episode. Okay. Oh, with I Blue got Beetle. A, yeah, I so. got a TV thing. If yeah. you were done with Go it, ahead. Uh, anybody catching up with the Clone Wars? No, no, I've totally let him go. Because uh, you remember what's your what's your biggest complaint about the Clone Wars? Uh, that Anakin is going to turn into Darth Vader, and that uh, that we're rooting that for a none bunch of, of the people. stuff matters. So this week's yeah, episode, none of them are heroes. This week's episode. Uh, Ahsoka, is that her name? Yeah. Is the, in peril. Uh-huh. And one of the, the let's say, warmongers or generals on the other side that they've captured has information that would, you know, could save her life. And he's not talking. So Anakin basically tells the guards to leave, takes him into the room, and starts to force choke him. So... Basically, we're starting to see the dark side come out. You know what I mean? I thought you were saying he takes him in a room and makes him watch the Phantom Menace. I really thought. Oh, well, that say, could be just as evil. But <laughs> that would be. But mean. I just thought that for what your biggest complaint was, I thought that's pretty. Co- now we're starting. I mean, if yeah, but I don't. But they can't take that that far because he can't go any further than he starts but off. But they in can the start third planting movie. seeds to where yeah, you can but, sit but there again, and go. Still, but you're missing my complaint. The kids watching this are supposed to see Anakin as their hero. They're supposed right. to buy what his if, action but, figures but see, and buy his toys. But what if, though, by worshipping him and then seeing him fall, 
and and the other thing too is your heroism. You're this up as you go along. No, but your heroism is in Ahsoka because they're putting a lot on her learning from. The other Jedi. Yeah, I'm just a little worried about where Ahsoka is in the third movie. Yeah, I would say, and so again, a character set up to die. Yeah, and as much as I've uh, as much as I've seen, uh, or some, she's in hiding. I've seen other some, Jedi's lived. Okay. I've seen some episodes uh, with the clone with the clones actually, and kind of the nobility and how they they feel you know lost with because they're clones. Like, and apparently, they they're soul? dealing with that in the book series too around the and, clone and, troopers. And I'm really, uh, you know, I was like, oh, that's very moving. Except again, you're going to get. Order sixty six or yep. whatever it is, right? But and, you can still... and they're all going to turn evil and slaughter all the Jedi. And I just, it, it, I don't know. I thought anything it was cool. that does not remind me of what's going to happen, I am willing to appreciate an episode of the Clone Wars for that excitement. Mm. But anything that's re- that's reminding me that it's stuck in a continuity that I thought was stupid, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I've got a problem with. Okay, I just thought you were... I like Anakin when I watch that show. But I thought you might appreciate him actually showing yeah, a little Vader. I, you know what I mean? But I, I, I don't know. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Maybe if I watched it, maybe if it was on at school. But again, for my for my children's sake, no. No, you don't want to see him Vader? I don't want to see him Vader. Mm. Okay. Because they like watching the show. Anakin's their hero. Yeah. And I don't like that that's, you know, I don't, eh. <coughs> So if your son, happened. so are you like that, that guy like who wants his son to be a Jedi and then he chooses to be a stormtrooper, and his dad feels like a failure. Would that ha- like? Would you? Would you? That archetype. There was yeah, like I a don't weird know what archetype. Is that there was like an MTV special? That, is like that wouldn't be my son. Oh, okay. See, that's you, know, you disown. I, I, I would have no son if he right. went, if he went stormtrooper. If he went dark side, you know, like Michelle's dad did. You know, mm. Totally disowned him. Mm. Terrible. That didn't really happen. But anyway, uh, you got some wrestling news, of course. Brief. Case. Just be brief, because uh, you know we had Chris Garcia here earlier, but he couldn't stay late enough. Uh, brief wrestling news: uh, Hulk Hogan's soon to debut in TNA, I believe. Uh, yeah, uh, there's an actual date. So oh, like, I don't know. Uh, they're going to try. And you con- might want to check his, out his uh, memoir, "My Life Outside the Ring," that came out last month. Well, that's when you gave to. I gave to. Chris I also Kim heard Hulk Hogan's engaged or soon yes. to be married yes. to his new to his new younger chick. girlfriend. Yes. Uh, but the big news last week, and I wish Chris was here for it, but the world of wrestling lost yet another wrestler too young and one I knew uh, Umaga Umaga one name I recognize died at 36 I like Goodson's comment what was Goodson's comment Goodson's comment was who could have seen that coming that guy must have jogged 10 feet a day well I mean guy basically headlined what Wrestlemania a couple years ago with the Trump angle with uh, Trump was Umaga the one that ate the worms no, that was the boogeyman. The boogeyman. Okay. Umaga was the Samoan assassin. No, I don't know. He, so- he had the Samoan well, hook or something. He's related to Rikishi, actually. He's son- I, I think Cousin, he's sons think. of the the wild Samoans or something yeah, so like that. Do the same kind of Rikishi move so- on his, uh, uh, No, I think Rikishi was alone in the stink phase. Steve, yeah. what was uh, Umaga's finishing thing? What was that called? The the Tongan death hook or something or. The spike, Samoan spike, wasn't that what it was? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so he used to do the Samoan spike. But anyways, uh, apparently he was let go from the WWE because of his drug issue. He could he could not make the wellness policy in the WWE, and they basically fired him or let him go because they knew that he was you know taking too many stuff. So he ended up uh, having a heart attack or he collapsed or something. They basically told his family, "Come see him." 
Well, you still can, and then he ended up passing away the next day. So, but they say heart attack due to drugs, drug use. So. Okay, well, so lost another one too soon. Crazy world of wrestling. So, what are you gonna do? Yeah, watch the wrestler. They tell you. There it is. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well, if you have any uh, comments, compliments, commentary. Criticisms right into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Cookies. If you want to send cookies for Christmas. Letters. Letters, absolutely. We've still got the Malice giveaway going, so we've had some entries for that. Good. Uh, Is that the movie with Alec Baldwin? No. Where he's all... Children's book. You think I'm God? No. Or no, he's all... You pay attention to any part of the podcast actually while you're here. I am God. Malice. Wasn't that Malice. Yeah, but do you pay attention to the podcasts when we no, actually I listen to them, kind of, sort of. One recording, we said that we I had a giveaway. So. Read the site where there's an article about the giveaway. Oh, that malice! If you hate lawn oh. as much as I do, write into okay. sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Uh, so, you think I have a God complex. That's what it was. And he goes, yeah, I have a God a, complex. I am God. I am God. And you don't think that guy can play Batman in, in his senior years? I think... <laughs> Anyway, uh, so this is Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. This is Lon Lopez. Write me at Sandpaper at FanboyPlanet.com. And this is Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers only for good. Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you're not saying anything. <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Well, he's looking longingly at him. Yeah. <laughs> That's his hero. Are we going to roll on this? Should we turn this yeah. off or what? Here they are. best of so. Would you pull my books out of the. Did you? I did. Will you? Sure. Bring them out. When would you like them? Uh, here. Now. When, when, when? Like now? Yeah, like sure. I can kind of go through them as we talk and stuff. I can multitask. Where is that fucking pop coming from? I'm not even plugged in yet. Oh, you're the one that's missing. You, there's the big orgy scene at the end, you know? Oh, that was for the sequel, I thought. Oh, well, that's what right. you told me. Yeah, there you go. What? Thank you, sir. What is this guy talking about? What? Not our fault. No. Yes, he uh, just flew in from uh, Redmond. And his arms are tired. No, thank you. He's a bird man. Derek's humor. Why am I talking on the mic? It wasn't. You me. may not have picked this up, but Derek's humor is very deep. Rick, you may not have picked this up, but Lon said it. 
Oh, <laughs> Derek, you might not have picked this up, but, but uh, Rick don't. doesn't actually pay attention yeah. anymore. I'm trying to do three things at once now. Really? Someone said he could multitask just a minute I ago. I said two things. <laughs> I was fine with two. Hey, Rick, you going to want the Suicide Squad number 67, Blackest Night? No. Derek will. Yes. Let me guess. Somebody dies in that issue? Maybe. Doesn't everybody die in a Blackest Night issue? John Ostrander. Oh, okay. Red herring. John Ostrander. Only his eyes and die. Okay. It's, it's the fifth week event when all what, the... What else you got? What do you got? Uh, the return of Bruce Wayne was announced. The new Earth One graphic novels coming from DC. Uh, War of the Superman. Are you going to talk about Cry of Justice? Cry for Justice? You want, you want to talk about Cry for Justice? Well, that the whole Roy Harper thing? or Yeah, let's talk about it. Why not? Um, I just read the, the the reports on it. I didn't actually see the book. But I can talk. I, I can talk about it because I thought it was really badly written. Good and just badly laid out. Uh, just to you know, hey, to give a little love yeah. back oh. to your friend Rob Worley, who thinks you're a racist. Oh, uh, Rob Worley, his new he's book, my friend. Oh, his okay. new well, he's my friend. His new wait, book. he thinks I'm a racist. Yes, I think he's a racist. You think he? Yeah, right. No. Okay, it's a difference. You think he's a racist? You bastard. Uh, anyway, his new book was announced today. Uh, what book is it? For what? Scratch Nine. Know. It's a kid's book. Oh, okay. oh, really? About a cat who can who can summon any of his who hates you black people. You guys great. I sound like crap. What's going on here? That'd be funny if he was a cat who That's hates not black supposed people. to happen. There we go. <laughs> what? That's my new catchphrase, That would have been the, the best sound <laughs> for it. You think he's a racist, and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. there's a cat who is black. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's... Like, funny stuff. Okay. And funny, then, uh, funny stuff. I didn't really have any Marvel stuff, so that was the big thing. Um, movies. Uh, I was going to talk about The Blackest Night, Flash, and Wonder Woman, just because... I didn't read those. Were any good? I heard Flash. They were great. And why they were the best of the crossovers is because they, like... It was originally they actually took their time. Original Dream Teams. It was like Jeff Johns and Scott Collins back <gasps> on The Flash. What?! Are there still copies on the shelves? And Wonder Woman was Greg Rucka writing with. Um, Hold on, I gotta grab that. Nicholas Scott. Hey, we have a, uh, question for you. Sure. Joker's last laugh. I know it's not for Rick because Rick doesn't read Batman. The Joker's last laugh, that big crossover thing when he was gonna die? Yeah. Do you remember what, what books that span? All of them? On top of your head? I mean. Titans, Teen Titans. Everything. It was. It was a. It was a company wide. It was a dumb. Was, was that the one with all the cards and stuff? Because no, because he made everybody. He put the toxin everywhere, so every book featured somebody turning into a Joker. That oh. How old was that though? That had to be a while ago. Yeah, we're talking two thousand. Two or three. Yeah, I, the stickers they, say Brian's books on those. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. Well, they're going to say Brian's books if they weren't uh, anything that's two years old or older. Yeah. But it, that was company-wide because, actually, I remember getting an off, having an off-the-record off the, uh, conversation with Jeff Johns about how he hated those kinds of crossovers. And then he's <laughs> 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 fucking black as night. Uh, <laughs> so... Thank you. I think, like I say, I think they remember seeing the like the logos across the top mm-hmm. of the book. He thought he was dying. He thought he had a brain tumor, so he was going to take out everybody. One comment, my good man. Really? Yes, 
And you purchased that comic for yourself. Can you imagine they did it all in one night? With the memory of Michael Goodson, by Christmas he'll forget he'd purchased the book, and it will be a surprise to himself. Oh, look! And he'll have a new wife, too. Hmm. You. Uh, when will you know about that? Any more? No, I'm I don't know. I'm going to try to... I'm gonna try to, to uh, Good for you, problem. sir. Good for you. Wow. Um, yeah, i got to make a list of stuff for Anna to go look for for me because I'm having trouble. Three bucks. Sure. I can give you half the book. Take a couple pages out the back. Don't make me watch him rip it. He made me do that with, him, with Identity Crisis, and I still haven't gotten over that. I even made you do one, didn't I? You did. <laughs> you <laughs> they had returnables. They were all go back issues, yeah. I walked in. I will. I should know by now. Dude, Flash and Scott Conley. Bought. Yeah. No, it was good. Because really, the Rogues. It's the Rogues versus Black Lanterns. Scott Collins is my boy. I got original Scott Collins hanging in my bedroom, yo. Did you buy Solomon Grundy? Solomon Grundy. The miniseries he wrote and drew? No. I don't know if I like him drawing villains, but the rogues are cool. I didn't buy that, uh... What was the rogues one? Fantasy Land or something? Or, uh... The one with the prison? Came out a couple years ago. What was that called? Iron Heights? No, uh... It was like all villains story. It was, uh... Rogues Revenge? Before that, like Fantasy Road or oh no 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 um the one we do on the other planet the Prison Planet yeah the Prison Planet what was that called uh Salvation Run Salva- Salvation Run Salvation Run okay but Scott Collins didn't draw that he didn't draw I thought he drew that no he didn't so he must have did Rogue's Revenge then and ultimately it meant nothing it was yeah he did Rogue's Revenge okay which was a good miniseries Salvation Run was not. Because ultimately it had no impact on anything. Salvation Run was the uh, all villains off on planet. Yeah, I I liked the book. I but liked the writing. I liked the character interaction. But you're right; it didn't mean anything. All pretty much the same way I felt about the uh, Secret War. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, those are the comics I was going to talk about and um, movie stuff. John Malkovich and Spider-Man Four, and uh, don't forget uh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, but, well, as the, the as a potential vulturist. Stupid. Uh, Josh Brolin is. They're going back in for reshoots on Jonah Hex, but he's also been talking about being in Men in Black Three, possibly taking over from John John Lee Jones. Morgan Freeman gave uh, during an Invictus thing talked about Batman Three. I got some more random ones to add here. No, we're not recording. Ryan Reynolds been talking about Deadpool, and they're looking at a screenwriting team, which I think would make it make sense. What are we talking about? Uh, and then I, I really have no TV Nicknames. stuff. I have nothing else. So you know, um, <sighs> although I'm going to take it a little challenge, I have lost season five on Blu-ray and not having watched the first four seasons. <laughs> I'm going to see if no, I can make if I can make no. tales of it. It's a challenge. It's yeah, a challenge. No, because at the same time, you'll ruin your whole lost experience. Remember the whole thing about Citizen Kane? Yeah, I know. That's why I mean, it's like you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pretty postmodern. I can handle this. I can handle this. But you can do that with the sound off. Huh? 
You do that with the sound off. Thank too. you. And Thank your you, pants Rick. off. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying I was going to listen to the audio. Can you explain it? Because they have lost university. They have all these Blu-ray things to do with it. Like go. And he's take just going to play classes. with it. And then he's right. going to watch the Blu-ray. Because <laughs> it's dirty. Uh, no, it's okay. The episodes? Sure, but you couldn't take advantage of the Blu-ray things. So that's why. Right. He likes that. Right. I do because I have a player now. Yeah. It's all right. No, it's okay. So that's what. Is uh, that it? Yeah. I'm, Are you going to do this whole? You're going to watch season five on Lost. You're going to mention that during the thing. Yes, that's going to okay, be well, So we already got to warm up for our reaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That's the only DVD thing I got. Whatever. But I, I read nothing else for TV. So unless I, unless you watched Alice on Sci-Fi, I didn't. Did you guys ever? No, did, I didn't. Did you guys ever watch The Prisoner? You want to do a Prisoner wrap up? I watched. <laughs> I watched the first hour. First, I watched did, the first hey, episode and then got halfway through the second. But you I, haven't talked about that at all. You want to? Maybe no, we've talked about it. Oh, I have we you? Did. I thought we did. Yeah. yeah. On a podcast? I think so. Yes. I don't remember at all, but so, maybe. Okay. It's okay. You know. It's it's really there's little value to well, anybody. Well, maybe maybe we'll say December for TV is time to catch up. Anybody catching up on something? Okay. We're looking forward to that. That'll be it. We so could talk. Br- I could briefly talk Umaga if okay. you want, just to yeah. have something to. I watched Transformers too. What do you think? That's another movie that could have been had an hour of fluff cut out of it. Told you. It was mostly an excuse to watch uh, what's her name run across the desert in that top. And you know Sold. what? And you know you, oh. you'd think that that was okay. That'd be okay, but yeah. it wasn't entertaining. No. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I disagree. Well, we could talk about that if you want. Know, but I did. And is she wearing wearing pancake makeup on her face in that whole thing? Yeah. She's in Hollywood. Yeah, it was just badly shot. Okay, let's let's go. Should we wait for these loud people? Well, I'll be rude. It All makes right. it sound like someone's shopping at the store. That's always a good thing. Okay, well, we don't have to be rude. We okay. can just, oh, just yeah, go. I'll, do I'll, I'll do it. I know. You ready? No, because then we have all oh, quiet. Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. I, I, I will be, I'll, I'll be kind. You have to be cruel to be kind? You have to be. In the right measure. Okay. I don't know what that means. But. 30 seconds of quiet, please. 30 seconds of quiet. 30 seconds to Mars. Hit it, Mr. Lopez. Listen up. Oh, I, I'm going to go clean because I you're gonna, stepped yeah, on you. Yeah, you topped right off the top of it. Jiminy Christmas. Listen up, fanboys. It's a... And this is Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use, use your powers, powers only for good. good. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs>